0: Guys, SaaS Open is our next big event in New York City. March 16th and 17th, we'll have a 1,000 SaaS leaders all sharing how they built their companies. Our keynotes are Henry Shuck, Marie Martins from Tally.SAO, Serby from Symbol, Christopher of DocHub, who had a big exit. Again, hundreds of speakers, a 1,000-plus attendees, and we've got folks bringing their entire executive teams because we have stages for founders. Heads of product, head of finance and BD, CMOs and CROs, and then a people in HR stage. It's going to be special. Prices are increasing every week, so you don't want to wait. Go to sasopen.com right now to see what the ticket price is and lock in your spot today. Again, that's sasopen.com, March 16th and 17th in New York City. Tickets are almost sold out. Check it out right now at gitladka.com founders of a launder.com it's a b2b you know they'll help you do your loads of laundry service chiropractors property managers that need sheets done every week things like that now she just joined actually about a year ago Uh, they're now doing $5,000 a month in revenue from 30 customers they did $200,000 total last year and they were doing about $12,000 a month when she came in and took over she's repositioning the company trying to drive some extra growth here they ran out of funding before she joined and now relying on SEO strategies door-to-door in Utah to sign up these customers aiming to raise $750,000 a seed round. I call it a 3 million cap. We'll see what happens. Hey, folks, my guest today is Jennifer Meyer. She's the CEO of Laundra, a seasoned entrepreneur and business leader who is for the first time running a SaaS company. She's a goddess of networking and business development, which is the perfect combination for this startup, which is like Uber for Laundry. Jennifer, are you ready to take us to the top? I am. All right. Uber for Laundry. What does that mean? And is it is it B2C or B2B?
1: It's both. But essentially, if, if you have a laundry need, so if you want someone to do your laundry, there's someone out there who's willing to do it for you. So like Uber, somebody needs a ride, there's somebody out there who has a car who's willing to give you a ride.
0: And what geographies do you cover currently?
1: Currently, we're available in all 50 states. We have had signups in all 50 states, but we are targeting, we have clusters of customers in in a number of places around the U.S., we're based in Idaho. So that's where we started. So we have some in Idaho and in Utah and the Wasatch Front. Um, we have some customers in uh, Santa Rosa, California, Denver, Montana, um, around Houston, Texas. We have some in Southern Florida, um, Kansas. So there, we great. do have some pockets.
0: So obviously, this is a tough business, harder than pure SaaS, because you really have a marketplace you have to build. So you have two customers you have to sell. Walk me through that. How many cleaners are on the platform today? And how many people who need cleaning are on the platform?
1: We've had over 2,000 customers sign up over the country, and we have close to 5,000 washers. And what's brilliant, Nathan, is we've had almost zero marketing spend. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. These people are finding us just through organic searches, either on an app store, or either the app store or the Google Play store or internet search laundry Mm -hmm. services.
0: Let's go back to that in a second, because I want to get your origin story and how you got into this space. But before we do that, what's the average cost per wash?
1: The majority of our customers, we have two size bags, kind of a, 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 um, like a medium-sized bag and really almost an extra large bag. And an extra large bag... What is bag it? How do you measure do them? About, is it like
0: gallons or something like that?
1: Yeah, it's in gallons. Um, the small one is more like a kitchen garbage bag. And it would do about uh, laundry for two people for a week. So and it's like the That's like a large small, one, like 15
0: gallons. Is, uh,
1: or, uh, yeah, 13, 13 gallons is, I think, the, the kitchen one. And I can't remember what the um, the other one is, but it's more like the large uh, outdoor garden bags, the big 30, black bags. 30 gallons. Yes. Yeah.
0: Okay. Interesting. And that's for like a family of four or something?
1: Yeah, that would do about a family of four for a week. Yeah. and The small bag is $30 and the large bag is
0: $50. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's all in.
1: All in. Not including tips if you want to tip your washer.
0: So break down the economics on that. If I'm a family of four and I want to use Launder.com again, guys, it's L-O-N-D-R.com. Jennifer, of the $50 I pay for my large 30-gallon bag, how much of that will go to the washer versus how much does Launder get to keep?
1: Yep. The washer makes $32. So the washer actually makes a pretty good chunk of it. Um, from a business model perspective, it's it's a bit like Uber, and that it's going to take a volume of customers before we get to a, a net cash positive or a a profitability standpoint. So it's just going to be a volume, but by that point, we'll be able to have different products that we can sell to them. You know, upscale upsell to our our customers and our washers, whether it's discounted soap products or things like that, or even mm-hmm. advertising on our platform.
0: Hmm. Hmm. And this makes tons of sense. Um. I guess again, before we go back and get launch date, what's volume look like today in the past thirty days? How many? I, is it loads of laundry? I mean, what do you measure? Is it number of washes?
1: Currently, we we're we're measuring where my litmus is when I look is what is our revenue, and currently our revenue is is only about five thousand dollars a month. Okay. Um. And I can give you a little bit more background as to, to where those numbers are and why they are. Um, but so we had about 100000 dollars of revenue just this year.
0: Like in 2022, I mean, really kind of the
1: full second year of pardon me. Yes, yes. But we aren't our our plan is we're raising money. We're um going for a, a safe round or a seed round, and we're hoping that after that raise, well, actually not hoping, I know that after that raise. Because I've already selected my marketing firm. It's a national marketing firm. I know that we're going to be doing some heavy marketing blasting and getting some customer support people on our team to be able to market more to the people that we have on our platform. Jennifer, how much are you targeting to raise? Half a million or more. Seven fifty.
0: Okay. And what about what cap do you think you'll be able to raise it on in today's market? Three million, five million, one million?
1: I believe it's around three million. Yep.
0: Okay. Interesting. And have you started the
1: pretty conservative?
0: Have you started the process? Yes. What's next step? Do you have a term sheet yet?
1: No. Uh, we're pres- I've got really the early stages of that presentation, a formal presentation to a local firm, um, working with independent angel- angels and other angel networks here locally. So it's just starting that conversation of you know meetings, showing pitch deck, mm-hmm. etc.
0: Yeah, that's great. And so um, the $5,000 a month you're doing right now on revenue, make convert that into l- number of washes for me. How many loads of laundry yep. is that?
1: So about 100.
0: It's about 100. Interesting. Okay. 100 loads a month right now. And do you have significant geographic concentration like in Montana or in Utah? Where's the majority of your customers uh, today?
1: I believe the majority of them are here in Idaho, but we do have... Consistent customers in California, Kansas, Texas. Mm -hmm. I think those are probably where we've got the the majority of our consistent every week customers.
0: And of the hundred loads you did over the past 30 days, is that a one-to-one ratio? So one customer is equal to one load, or can one customer do two loads in the same month?
1: Oh yeah, we've actually have the, the higher volume is actually tied to our commercial clients. So Mm -hmm. for example, we have um, a couple of chiropractors and they do two or three loads of laundry with us a week. Mm -hmm. And we also have uh, property managers who do short-term property rentals like Airbnb, who um, we just do their laundry for them on a turnover.
0: Interesting. So how many unique customers make up the 100 loads per month?
1: We probably have about 30 customers.
0: Okay. Really interesting. How did yeah. you? I mean, that's the story here, right? Go, tell when did you launch the business? What year?
1: So the business was launched in early 2020, and I was okay. not part of that early launch. There were two co-founders, and they um, were able to get a seed investment from a family member, and they, uh, with that, they were able to build the two apps: the customer app, the washer app, and then also an. This admin is all in 2020, app. right? And 2020 and through 2021.
0: When was the seed but round unfortunately, though, closed? And how um, much was the seed round?
1: It was 9 uh, 900,000. What year? 2020. Ah, okay, okay. So funding ran out. One of the co founders needed to um, have income. So he had to leave the company and has now since found a job elsewhere. And the, the existing co-founder and his advisors suggested that having a female CEO for this type of company would make sense. Mm-hmm. And so they looked for one and just one that wants to come in you know, on a risk uh, on an equity company. And so I started last July.
0: Interesting. Now, you coming in as the CEO, I always wonder, I mean, they have to give you a bunch of equity, to make it worth it. Otherwise, you would just go launch this thing from scratch and do it yourself and own 100%. So what's the balance? Of equity, or why take equity in an early stage company versus going and just being selfish and starting one yourself and keeping hundred
1: percent? Well, my strengths are not in technology development, so I would have to pay someone else to do that. Mm -hmm. So, coming up with cash versus jumping in and taking an opportunity that already exists is uh, for me and my strengths is an easier thing to accomplish than starting something brand new. From scratch. I
0: think that makes total sense. Can I ask you how much equity they comped you with?
1: Yep, uh, I'm I'm going to end up after several rounds at about twenty percent.
0: Okay, twenty. Okay, that's great. And then the rest of the equity is with the investors and the original two co-founders.
1: Yep, and also with the company in for uh, stock options for future employees, et cetera. We okay, okay. set that aside.
0: That, make, that, that makes a ton of sense. Okay. So after you joined, um, walk me through the growth strategy today. You mentioned Google Play and App Stores. Is that where you're getting most of these property manager customers, the chiropractor customers?
1: Uh, yes.
0: Okay. And how We're do you just do that? Even
1: organic searches on our website, or organic searches for laundry services near me?
0: Mm-hmm. This is a very competitive space, though. Um, there's, I mean, there are a lot of apps doing tens of millions in revenue in this space. How do you outrank them? And what are those keywords you outrank them for?
1: well it's i'm it's uh, it's curious that you mentioned that because there are companies um who do laundry services but they're not a peer to peer right like an uber of an individual and an individual, right. There, there may be a company that does, you know, wash and fold and maybe they have a delivery service or you've got dry cleaners or um, laundromats, right. And yes, it is a hugely saturated market, but what is not saturated is the online market uh, for laundry only of door to door. There's really only a handful of companies in the country. There are, there are actually other countries um, who are in a similar market. um, but there's probably about five of us who have any mm-hmm. kind of market share, uh, existing market share. But Jennifer, so,
0: how do you it, beat, like, how do you beat like a Bolt Laundry, which has 1300 reviews of five-star rating or Hamper app, which has 98,000 reviews. These guys rank number one and number two for the search term laundry services near me. This is, I want to understand how you are going to take these folks down with your creativity.
1: Right. So Hamper app is actually not like us. They are actually a connector. Uh, they are almost a third-party connector,
0: mm-hmm. so they'll
1: connect the customer to somebody else that will do the laundry. They won't. They're not actually facilitating the the direct com- competition. So it and the 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 competitive advantage there is pricing. Mm -hmm. Because we'll be able to control that price. Whereas they are essentially... It's a third party. It's like an Expedia, for example. But how
0: do you out... My point is how do you outrank them? Right? If the keyword you're leaning on is laundry services near me, it doesn't matter really. Because no customer will know about you if you don't at least get in the keyword ranking. So how do you just get in the rankings in the top 5?
1: Well, you've got to spend some money on SEO and some marketing. That's gonna help a ton. But what our competitive advantage is gonna be is we're actually a purpose-driven company. And that our goal is to really is is to make a community of people because unlike Uber, you know, Uber, you might never see the same driver again. And with us, you may have the same washer time after time after time, and you would develop a relationship with them. So if you're a family, for example, and you've got four kids or three kids or however, and they're different ages and you know the different activities they do and all of the nuances of how you want your laundry done and how you want it folded, you have, it's it's like having a house cleaner or somebody who's doing your yard. After a while, you have a trusted partner who's taking care of, of a very important need in your family, the laundry. Yeah. And so we're focusing on that relationship and that's going to be our differentiating factor is that relationship, but also we're going to be enabling our customers and washers to find local nonprofits in their communities where you've got maybe whip battered women and children shelters and they just need some clean clothes or. But, but Jennifer, what I'm, parents. what I'm trying to
0: get to is like how, like this all is remarkable and it's fantastic, but if no one finds you, just none of it matters. Right. So like how, how can people find you? I get it. You're different and you're not the same, but if they don't find you, it's useless.
1: Right. Well, part of that's going to be marketing, right? And like I told you, we've spent, had zero marketing spent in the last. But you can't really spend,
0: you can't really spend to beat someone on SEO. That's, that's, it takes a lot of time um, more than anything else. And it takes domain authority getting above 70, 80, 90 in terms of DR rank. So like, this is, I feel like this would be very hard to beat the legacy players on SEO, but I bet there's like some other creative strategies you've already used, to sign up these 30 customers. Tell us a couple of those stories. Do you door knock in Utah? I mean, how do you get them?
1: Yeah, a lot of our uh, local customers were, were door knocking. But you know, the customers that we have in, it, it's interesting. Actually, the, the most effective marketing we did was having a, a local news station talk about us. Mm-hmm. And we had the highest hits from that. So it's going to be just getting um, visibility, getting in front yeah. of people.
0: Yeah, okay, that makes a lot of sense. And if you're at 5000 bucks a month today in revenue, where were you exactly one year ago? Do you remember?
1: I don't because I was not yet with the company, but we were actually at that point, they were just kind of at the end of their funding and they were just beginning to ramp up. And they were at about, at this time a year ago, they had finally ramped up to around $12,000 a month over a four month period from about five to seven, nine, So you guys have shrunk a bunch then
0: over the past 12 months. What happened?
1: There's a natural um, attrition rate, attrition rate, and and this is uh, universal with actually all of our competitors. But why as people well, don't especially need with individual. clothing
0: washed every? I mean, people wear clothes every day; they need them washed every week. Why are they leaving you?
1: Um, I believe that partly is maybe they you know they've tried us and they're like eh, you know what I'm just going to do my laundry myself. Like, it's not that you know they're like oh, I'll give this a try and, and I don't like it. Some that could be, you know, this last year was um, a pretty significant change in the economy as well. And people are tightening their their purse strings and people are getting laid off. And, you know, that's an easy thing to cut, which is why we're focusing as well on the businesses, because, you know, chiropractors, short term property rentals, it's a need that they're going to have to have regardless. So...
0: Well, we're, we're rooting for you. We'll see, what, uh, we'll see what happened. We're out of time though for today. Let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite book?
1: Daring Greatly by Brene Brown.
0: Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying?
1: Who I want to emulate is Taylor Swift. <laughs> She's the one I admire most.
0: Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building Lunder? HubSpot. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night?
1: Six to eight.
0: Okay, that's not bad. And what's your situation? Married, single, kiddos?
1: Married, two kids.
0: Two kids. That's amazing. Okay, and do you mind me asking how old you are?
1: No, I'm 50.
0: Okay, last question something you wish you knew when you were 20 years old
1: how to code.
0: Guys, there you have it. The founders of launder.com. It's a B2B. You know, They'll help you do your loads of laundry service, chiropractors, property managers that need sheets done every week, things like that. Now, she just joined actually about a year ago. Uh, They're now doing $5,000 a month in revenue from 30 customers. They did $200,000 total last year, and they were doing about $12,000 a month when she came in and took over. She's repositioning the company, trying to drive some extra growth here. They ran out of funding before she joined and now relying on SEO strategies door-to-door in Utah to sign up these customers. Amy, to raise $750,000 on a seed round, I call it a 3 million cap. We'll see what
1: happens. Jennifer, thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you so much. I appreciate it.